Attraction Showdown Light. Hello and welcome to Attraction Showdown Light, the more abridged version of Attraction Showdown. We look at C or D ticket attractions and compare them to decide which one is better. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jalen Harvey of the podcast for all things, but mostly Disney. How are you doing, Jalen? I'm good. I'm really good. Great, uh, great first day of February. Oh, one hundred percent. You, I mean, obviously for obvious reasons. I was wait, just... I was waiting for you to say something. I was, oh, no. I was waiting. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's Black History Month, and uh, I uh, I, I can't. I mean, I, I'm going to wild out this weekend. Let's just say I got a, I got a great weekend plan. Awesome. So today we're going to be looking at Skull Island Reign of Kong versus Fast and Furious Supercharged. Now this is the first episode where I'm actually older than both of the attractions. So I remember when both of these attractions opened. (laughs) I know. Yeah, no. Oh my. Well, no, you were, well, both of the attractions. Both of them. I mean, some of these guys are a little bit, at least the last ones that we did. They're about the same age as you. I mean, you're older. Well, actually, you were straight in the middle between Mummy and Everest. So, yeah, no, you Mm -hmm. got a point. I was right in the middle. Okay. Yeah, no, let's do it. So, I remember when they first announced, because they they built Kong opened, um, well, both of them originally opened in Hollywood, um, Kong 360 and... um, Fast and Furious Supercharged, respectively. Two pretty mid, for lack of a better word, response. Uh, uh, let's not say mid. That, I don't think it was it was mid. That, it was, it was a, people were dragging that thing to the mud. As they probably should have, but good God, uh, they, they would not let Supercharged off the mat. <laughs> Well, from, from what I always heard, everybody was like, it's fine as long as it's bundled with the rest of the tram tour, which is amazing. Yeah. So, like, it, it kind of drags that experience down, but it pads the runtime just a little bit. So it's not the worst. It's, yeah, it's worth it enough. Um, so why don't we start um, Skull Island, Reign of Kong, the first of these to open... Um, I say of these because they basically use the same um, trackless ride system. Yeah. And uh, first off, what an underutilization of a trackless system. I'm just going to get that off off the bat. Um, Whoa. 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 No, no, I think this is going to be one of the few ones where, like, we disagree. I think it's going to be one of the few ones where we disagree. so I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell my story with Skull Island. Um, there you go. Was back in 2016. This was just when I started. I like I was getting into theme parks. I was watching Tim the Tracker on on YouTube, and I don't know if Alicia was up yet because I remember I started watching her when she was the rat when she was blue. So I don't know if I was quite watching it. I might I must have been. This is like this was the first ride opening that I really like remember and was hyped for i had an understanding that it was going to be 
the Kong 360 segment, but the outside gave me hope. And so I remember hearing um, the radio ads at camp about how this epic new attraction was opening. And I go, we get on a soft opening. I'm super excited to go do it. And I was just really disappointed. Really? Yeah. I'll, uh, I, I don't remember when I first went, went through it. I, th- I think the first time I was going through it was, I want to say when I first got, was it, when did, when did it open again? When did Skull, 2016. When did okay, July so 13th. no. No, the first time I went, okay, I was getting it mixed up with Diagon Alley because I went to Diagon Alley in 2015 for the first time for my grad bash at Universal. So I thought I did it for, no, I, I guess it was when I first got my Universal Pass. Yeah, it was when I first got my Universal Pass in college. So yeah, I went down there. And I I love it. So I'm a huge fan. Like, I, I like King Kong a lot. Like, I really like mm-hmm. King Kong a lot. He's my favorite kaiju. I I, I, I love the Peter, I've only seen the original, the Peter Jackson version. And the newer, the newer two that they did, Godzilla and Skull Island, love those movies to death. This was something that I absolutely loved from the very beginning to end. Like I think it's 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 one of these things where one, I don't think Universal should have a height requirement for that ride, even though it does shake you around a lot. There are no restraints on that thing. Oh yeah, I no. think. This is an attraction I think anybody and everybody should be able to use. And I think it uses, as opposed to Fast and Furious, which I think completely underutilizes the franchise. I think this was good. It's a good, like, is it better than Confrontation? Probably not, because it was all physical sets. It was a full King Kong, things yeah. like that. But I think it does a great job. And on top of that, it's very rewritable with the different hosts. I like how there's a different story for each host. Yeah. Uh, I unlike Fast and Furious, where the guy is just there. It's weird how they like they didn't even take the animatronics out of the seats or make him do anything. Or heck, y'all could have at least made him a member of fan, of, of of the Fast family, but no, nothing. It's it's weird. It, I I like I like Skull Island a lot, and I think it's a solid. I think what they did with it, it's solid. I think it's mm-hmm. imagine Star Tours, but if it was three sixty. In yeah. Jungle Base. That's what it feels like to me. And this still does have a few physical sets here and there. Yeah. So when you enter the queue, and it just, I feel, um, as you enter the queue, you enter that great sculpture, King Kong, with the fire effects. And then the outdoor section lacks a little bit, I think, in theming. It's kind of yeah. just a bunch of switchbacks. Yeah. Um, with skulls everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it is Skull Island. It is Skull Island, but, like, there are skulls everywhere. Uh, I wish I had a statistic. It's it's like the it's like the, the bunny. You know how there's, like, the bunny island over in Japan? Or, like, the fox island? No. Where, like, you could just go and there's, like, a it's like a fox sanctuary or, like, a bunny or, like, a cat sanctuary where there's a whole entire island inhabited by just one I like just one particular animal. There's also a monkey island too. That's what it's like. That's what it's like, but instead it's skulls. So yeah, as you move through the queue, um 
it's kind of themed to this like sanctuary slash temple of like the native people. So this is this this is the one version I've seen the original King Kong and I saw this version just because that's how hyped I was for this ride. So I've seen this version of the movie uh, or of like King Kong. So it has like the native people and there's like these coffins, which is a nice touch. And then you move in. I call it the skull collector's room because there's like skulls literally like it's like it's like the collector's room from from uh, oh, uh, uh, Mission Breakout. But it's just skulls. It's all skulls. <laughs> like it's, it, it it's just... Skull Island. Like they, they have to live up to the namesake. They built these shit. They're like shelves of skulls. <laughs> I'm like, who is keeping these? It, I I have no idea where they all come from. I don't know how many people. I think it just raises the question of because there's only like a there's like a small handful of people on Skull Island, including the tribals, the, the, the tribal folk. So my question is, who like how many people really has have come here, and how many people come here on the daily? Because some of these skulls look like they're relatively close in age to each other in terms of mm-hmm. how they got here. Like they're, they're relatively new. Is it just like? Because there's not that many people on this island. It's like just no. this native population. But they have skulls out the wazoo. It's... I have no idea where they came from, nor do I want to know where they came from. I, <laughs> I really Also, is just... that... I, I didn't know Kong was, like, notorious for, like, killing people and then just leaving their skull. <sighs> like, the rest of them is gone, but the skull has to be preserved. Oh well, come on! It's it's the skull of Skull Island. It's it's the it's the it's the number one. It's the one that put it on the map. That's like <laughs> uh, the best I can put it is like that's like that's that's the Disneyland of skulls. Like that's their skull. Like that's the one. Like that's the guy. Like, that's their weenie. That's their spaceship Earth. That's their Cinderella castle. It's the one. It's the one that when you see in all the promotional material, it's that skull. You know, mm-hmm. if you, people go for that, they really do. So, as we move through the queue, um, yeah, the um, animatronic shamaness, um, taught who is like from the movies talking about like the danger of Kong. It's a really i I thought it was a person, but <laughs> um, again, I was on this. What? How old was I? Young enough to believe that everything was real. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. That actress does that all the time. It's a robot. It's, it, yeah, it's, it, uh, hey, you know what? Were you scared of it? Um, no. We'll get to when I got scared. Because <laughs> I, I, I took a date to, I took a date to Universal way back in the day. And we did, and we were walking through Kong. And when she started animatronics, she got to bugging. Like, she was bugging. She was freaking out. She was, like, gripping onto me, which is normally, like, one of those things that you see in all the corny, like, the corny teen <laughs> movies that you're supposed to want that. No, like, it's not it's not cute or fun or anything like that. When, like, she was like, yo, 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 yo. She was, do not. You need to stand in front of You need to stand on my side of me. And, and anytime that she's around, you need to be in the position in between us. <laughs> no matter what direction and it's like she was basically using me as a human shit and i'm i'm laughing 
I'm laughing at each other because I'm like, yo, it's an animatronic. It's an animatronic. It's not going to, nothing's going to get you. Heck, there's probably somebody in this queue who might get you, but I don't think that this is, that this thing is going to, you know, mess you up. Come on. That That's my dad at Halloween Horror Nights. I always have to be in front and then I'll never forgive him. It was the first year I went. We did uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It was like the second house we did. Um, and he pushed me into one of the clowns. <laughs> and I will never let that go. Because <laughs> we were coming, just... it was by uh, Clownzilla or whatever it's called, the giant clown. And then one like popped out and shoved me because he always used to use a human shield. And then my brother got old enough, so now I make him stand in front of my dad. That's hilarious. Your dad was like, look, yo, I got another one just like him. I don't need to keep Hey, sometimes you got to crack a few eggs. Yeah, I, and I'm still young enough to make another one. I think I think we can still do this. Yo, be like, look, we, we lost one, okay? We lost one. I'm sorry we lost one, but look, oh. he's on the bright side. I made it out. <laughs> I'm safe. And that's all that really needs. That's all that, that matters. So how how did she how did your date handle that next room? Like the tight quarters where they used to pop out and scare you? Oh my god. We were lucky enough to get them on a day where they didn't get you, but I was acting like I'm in I was in Halloween Horror Nights mode where I'm basically looking in all the boo holes, which is a terrible oh, name yeah. for that, by the way. Terrible man. <laughs> oh, we, gotta, we gotta we gotta fix that. But oh, like I'm I'm legit looking around all over the place and I I I I fake jump to kind of like scare and everything like that, which got me a pop-up side of the head, not gonna lie. And we moved on to the next room. Luck but the first time I went back in 2016 on my own, oh lord, that 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 got me. I knew about the scare actors, but I didn't I thought I was safe, and mm-hmm. ah, they got they got your boy. They got your boy. They got me. Yeah. They got so, me. So uh, the final room before the loading dock, they have a neat little um, animatronic. It's called a car- carnicity. I don't know. I don't know. Car- I don't know how to pronounce that. I didn't. I just copied and pasted it. But you mean the Alaskan bullworm? It's some kind of, yeah, it's some kind of creepy worm. It's the Alaskan bullworm. Like, that's <laughs> literally the Alaskan bullworm from Spongebob. Like, word is bond, man. That is the Alaskan, like, that's what I called it. That is the Alaskan bullworm from Spongebob. And honestly, if Kong ever closes and Store Pantis is still there, which is, is a kid's own thing, um, I know what needs to, um, I, I, I know, I, I, I know... Where that thing is going, it is going to be a baby Alaskan bullworm. It's going to be like the little Sarlacc in Doc Ondar's. Oh, no. Watch it. So we get on to these uh, massive buses. They can fit, like, I think somewhere from 60 to, like, 80. I think it's, 60, I think it's 66 people on the buses. It's either 66 or 88. It can um, really eat up a lot of people. Yeah. But surprisingly, the capacity is not amazing. Like for how it, and I thought that that was the first time that I like kind of understood because it takes them so long to load that like mm-hmm. it totally kills the capacity that you would get 
from uh, such so many people on at once. It's also the fact that you see. I, I think it's it's one. It's a very tight. It's a very tight fit on on those things. Like your knees are. Your knees are donezo. Like it's a very tight fit on those things, and also I have no idea. Oh no, you have to make sure everybody's sc- like scr- mm-hmm. scrunched in, and then they have to let down the. It, it has. It's a weird bus. Next time, yeah. Universal. I don't know why you just you, you, the, the ride is like this, but I'm going to tell you this new thing called doors. Yeah, you can just have them. <laughs> you just walk in like the doors, Rayleigh. You know they have them at, like it's basically Kilimanjaro safaris, but. Hey, let's make it difficult to load. They got sued over those things. A woman lost her finger on one of the doors. Really? Yeah. Holy haberdashers and hemoglobin. That is... Oh, my goodness. That's... No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And Kilimanjaro Safaris? No, 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 no. It's Skull Island. Oh, that's, that sounds... See, that's different. That's that's different because it's one thing if like like it's just one door, but you're having a giant flat fall. Oh no, bro, no. It wasn't. Man. It wasn't even while it was flying down. It was while the ride was going. Really? Yeah, it was interesting. Oh. I tried to look into it, but it wasn't very specific about the details. But yeah, that that door system's got to go. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. I wonder so, why. I really wonder why. Like, I wonder why they designed it that way. That's weird. Yeah, you think it'd be like one, like by row, just open a door. Like, sometimes creatives make decisions, and I don't even know if it's creative decision that I don't understand. There's probably a reason, but we'll never know. I it might just be they got a good deal on it. Maybe they just got a good deal on it at, at IAPA and like, hey, we can give this to you guys for, for half the price of the ones that have regular doors. And some executive was like, bye, Joe. You got yourself a deal, buddy. Uh, Don't you think that's a bad idea? No, 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 no. This is going to work out great, Johnson. This is going to work out perfectly. We're just we're no, on easy street. It's buy one, get one free. That was the deal. <laughs> Oh my god! What if it was like just somebody like like it was a, it was a mix up like it was a mix up at, at the factory and the people who originally wanted it were like we're not buying this you have to start all over and so they just had this stuff like look 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 this is a brand new thing that we just came up with it's groundbreaking it's going to load people so fast and somebody some executive was like God dang it you got yourself a deal Johnson get finance on the phone I'm cutting a giant check. We're doing this. Oh, my God. So after the doors finally close, after waiting there forever, um, if it's not raining out, you'll move outside while um, one of five unique narrators tells their story. Um, yes. I, I think there's – I've only gotten two. I've gotten one girl who is an islander who has a little bit of Geechee in her voice, which so she definitely has like West Indies, the West Indies sort of uh, thing to her, which makes sense because I think Skull Island is in, at least in the Peter Jackson version, is in the Atlantic. That makes a lot of sense. Then there's this one guy who's like, hey, I'm walking over here. Like just your stereotypical New York guy. I, I have him. I have him. Okay. So we got 
Becky Callahan. Oh, God. A loose cannon cowgirl unfazed by the danger of the head. Oh, God. Of course they name her Becky. That's terrible. That's a little too on the nose. Then we got <laughs> Will Denham, the fresh-faced adventurer seek- seeking cousin of of filmmaker Carl Denham. Oh, okay. Uh, then we got um, either Kalana or Kalena. Um, Kalana. It's, it's Kalana. Kalana. Yeah, uh, a mystical descendant of the natives who first settled on the island. Then we got Jinx Costanza, who is the heart of New York ex-con, who's wary of the island's mysteries. Oh yeah, and they call him Jinx because he slips up a lot. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. he's bad. And then much. Charles Doc Jordan, a PhD student in paleontology, who is taking time off from his studies to explore the world. So have you have you gotten all of them or just one? You you want to know my honest my honest answer? You don't know. I don't pay attention. Wow, hated that much. Good God. No, here's I'll, this is why I don't pay attention because the outside stuff is so cool. That's, That's like true. my favorite part. I That's don't like true. you're explaining to me. Oh, I'm a cowgirl. I ain't afraid of this. No, I'm looking out here. This door's open. Let me You're right. pay attention to like the coolest part of the ride. You're right. You're 100% right. Okay. All right. I'll stand down. I'll stand down. <laughs> Put you on thin ice. <laughs> and then a couple t- a couple a couple times I've done it where it's been rainy or they just don't feel like going outside, so they send you through. Which thank God they designed that. Because yes. if they if they didn't think that through, and that, that this actually uses the trackless ride system like properly, so thank thank God that they designed this to where it could just cut right to the screen, or right into the scene. Like, I mean, imagine, imagine. Well, I think what makes it terrible too is the fact that. It rains sideways here. So even though we, I always thought like, oh, they should maybe let people, they should let it rain. Like rain, like let it run in the rain. I think that would actually make it cooler. But Mm -hmm. I understand why. But it also, we, uh, we, we have sideways rain here. So you probably would get hit regardless. It's a universal ride. They got, you got to get wet. It's part of the experience. You know what? You're right. It's it's a part. If you do not drown, and it's right next to Toon the Goon, and they try to drown you, so it's on brand. Mm-hmm. And that Popeye that is, is quite literal drowning. Oh my yeah no no Popeye is Popeye is ridiculous. Oh, oh that God. is, yeah. So um, after we pull through the gates, um, you see a broken down car, and um, the and I don't know why I put the official names in here. Because I was never going to be able to read them. Terra Pussamoradax. So if you're a King Kong, King Kong fan, congratulations that I said the name of the bat little thingies correctly or incorrectly. Um, but they have like three little animatronics sitting on the side. Yeah, they have the basically the big, big old bats. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just chilling. So then... Um, we pull through. We made. We finally made it to base camp, and then Professor Doofus or whatever his name is decides to shoot off a flare inside, and he pisses all the all the bats off. And then they just come and take Kate. Like they just steal her. 
I mean, real talk, they probably knew that they would probably they, they would get the most amount of money for. I know that they have no concept of money, but they went for the right they went for the right target. They went for the right target. They they knew that they weren't because they're not gonna leave her there. They're not gonna leave. She's a pretty blonde. They're gonna come they're gonna come find her. You know what that means? Is she redheaded in this one? I thought she I thought was blonde. She's red-headed. No, I thought she was blonde to keep up with the whole, you know, blonde chick who King Kong ends up saving. Is she redheaded? Let me see. Nope, she's blonde. Told yeah, see? Told you I knew that she would be blonde. I just think that's part of I mean, unless unless Well, actually no, I can't make that Spider Man joke because Spider Man also was with a blonde. But that mm-hmm. blonde died, so yeah. I guess that would work. I don't know. Either way, um Yeah, I, I she's blonde. I, if, I, if I was a pterodactyl, I would know what's up. It's like, this is the girl. This is the blonde girl. I'm going to steal her because I know the rest of these guys are going to show up. And then that means we get to eat them along with the girl. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect strategy. Perfect strategy. Yeah. So then uh, the bats fly over us. And then on the right, Kate kind of gets dropped off. She kills the bats. But that ticks off all the worms and the spiders and the tarantulas. So they start attack, attacking us, and what else? She starts shooting them, and water gets sprayed. Yep. As always, what? it's a universal attraction. So then we move into the 360 portion, and this had to be the biggest letdown for me. I don't... Really? I... It was just... It's just not to me. It's so like what I I can't think of like the opposite of immersive. Like it just pulled me right out. Oh, because like the screen transition isn't smooth. I'm guessing, and it's just just being in that three sixty dome. It feels like I'm in a planetarium, not a a ride. Or even like in the jungle, like I feel like I'm back at um, space camp, looking at the planetarium or galaxarium. If you're at Cosmic Rewind, <laughs> stupid name. Jeez, I you respect that culture, okay? That's that's rude to Zandarians, okay? <laughs> Okay, Agreed. yes, they're if they're if they're cultured enough to get their own pavilion at Epcot, then you know I I, I just think that that's the, the you don't you don't say that about the Zandarians. I see me personally, I want to be on record that I absolutely love the Zandarians. I cannot wait to celebrate Zandarian History Month. Personally, I cannot <laughs> come. You know, it, the first we're going to celebrate it for the first time here in May. I can't wait. It's, it's absolutely I I can't wait. And I would love, love, I know I love the cuisine. I love Zagnuts. You people are amazing. Um, I don't mean you people as in you people. You know what I mean. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. I don't mean it like that. I love you folks. Now, I don't know about my co-host here. He's, he's you know, he's, he's bugging a little bit. Bugging just a kind of little bit. But, you know, it's, it's, forgive you know him. For, Cancel me. There it is. <laughs> you get first person to be canceled in a planetarily. In a planetary canceling. 
over oh, not God. like in a galaxarium. See oh, what man. you did, oh, Disney. Oh, oh, oh. See what you did. Oh, oh, Lord. Good Lord. Stop saying it. Stop saying it. Just all right, dig all a right. bigger we'll, hole. All right. We'll, 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 we'll get out of here. We'll get out of here. Back to <laughs> Khan. So, uh, Velociraptors or whatever kind of dinosaurs, I don't know if it actually is Velociraptors, chase us. And especially even with like Velocicoaster open now, like it wasn't like now it's just like if I want to get chased by Velociraptors, I'll go ride Velocicoaster. See, now I already knew from the get go that it was going to be a screen because you know it's universal. It's universal, yeah. it's going to be a screen. For me, I don't think it's it's pretty. It, it needs to be more seamless. Then again, I when I go into it, for the most part, I'm seeing like if you're sitting in the back, all mm-hmm. you're going to see is that black hole that you see in the middle. That they don't they need to try to cover that up. That's yes. like you obviously know is where you're going to exit from. If they can somehow, d- they got to do. They already have the technology. They did it on Gringotts. Yeah, <laughs> they already built it. The tearaway door. It's already been built. You can definitely you can definitely see that you could do that. Just have it move up. Heck, do the Mickey and Minnie's thing where the screen just moves up or something like that. For the most part, y'all gotta figure that out because if you just went into the dome and you're kind of like in a 360 force, I think that would be better. But a lot of these these two, particularly with Kong and also Fast and Furious. I think Fast and Furious is a little bit better about it, just given the fact that it's just about cars and you're going into a parking garage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different from when you're in the forest and at daytime. Like it, it's it, it's it, it just doesn't it doesn't work. So if you're all the way in the back or you're not in the front, well, no, it's even worse. It's worse for everybody it's, in some way, shape, or form. So yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. I do definitely agree with that. It's just, honestly, you take that 360 portion out, put in, like, a scene of, like, Velociraptors and, like, a King Kong, like, coming to take you. Honestly, here's my, well, you know what, we'll keep going, and then I'll, I'll come back to this. Um, actually, that's what, this is what we'll close out on. Um, so we'll come back to this, to my solutions later. Um, but then you go... To what's arguably the best part of the ride is the animatronic. Um, you can't knock a good animatronic when you see it. Oh, that's the best part of the ride. I mean, personally, I love me some Kong. I think that was that was something that they needed to. That was something that they needed to do because they know that this is their first King Kong attraction since Confrontation, and that's a huge part of Kong. Mm-hmm. Absolute, absolute huge pieces of like of of Kong is the animatronic. Although it doesn't look like it's as huge as an impressive, which makes a lot of sense given the fact that that thing would break down a lot. I think they made mm-hmm. a good having it be his head and him just kind of yelling at us and being like, "Yo, you should probably leave before it gets crazy." I I'm I'm sick of fighting for you, and you basically just leave. You split. I I, I do like that. It, it's cool. Yeah. So other than that, you pull into the unload station, and you're done. Yeah, yeah, no, and whatever happens with the one dude, it's like, ah, uh, hey, thanks for riding with me. You were, you were all right. Thank you so much. You could ride with me anytime. 
basically in their own way. What is that from? What is that from? Oh, is that from? That's Soren. Yeah, one hundred percent Soren. You sure it's not a universal ride? You can soar. You can fly with me anytime. It's soar. Oh no, 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 no. Is it? No, no. You're right. Soren is thanks for soaring with us. Mm-hmm. You can ride with me anytime. I think that's a Disney. It could be universal. I cannot remember. Oh my god, this is there's somebody who's listening to this right now, questioning if we are fans of these things or not. You know what? We already did an episode on it. It's Transformers. It's Evan. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I feel like somebody else says it too. I know. Such a... Weird. Weird. I do. I do this all the time. I just think of these quotes, and I, I expect everybody else to know what they what they're from. So let's let's move on. Let's go. We'll we'll get back to Skull Island later. Let's let's address the the elephant that we haven't really talked about, and that would be Fast and Furious Supercharged. Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go with the slander. This is a perfectly good attraction. You people are just never satisfied with anything. I I think this is the best thing to ever happen to a theme park since Rise of Resistance. I think it's Rise of Resistance level. I think some of y'all are just hating, and I cannot keep up this lie anymore, because good God, this ride is straight cheek, son. Like, oh my God. It's... It's so bad. Like, at least Kong works. I think Kong works. That ride system, I do think, works for Kong. I definitely uh-huh. do think that it works for Kong. But at the same time, some of y'all are bugging if y'all thought that this was going to work for a franchise called Fast and Furious. And y'all can't mm-hmm. fake this. You can fake a jungle chase. You can fake getting swung back and forth by... Uh, by like, uh, I think what frustrates me is that this is literally a ride that could have just been Universal's version of Test Track, and yeah. they just fumbled the bag. Like, oh my god, it's 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 great queue though. Love that queue. Great queue. Uh, I, I, I I I honest to God, hand to God, will love. Like I say this all the time, they should just close that thing down and. Turn it into a barbecue, a fam, Fast and Furious family barbecue, <laughs> and just let you hang out in the queue because that's the best part of it. Put some, put some chairs up and close the attraction down. Y'all can still make some money on it while you fix what that god awful mess that you made. Because dang, <laughs> tried it. Oh, look I, at how they massacred my boy. I'm not going to disagree with you. It. Oh my god. It's the definition of horrible. It's I, I know some people right now are listening to us like, oh my gosh, you're being so harsh. Go on it. I will I will I will ride it with you. <laughs> I will I will look at you the entire time. Oh my god. It's um it's so bad. So let's let let's break down why this is so bad. So we wa- so let let's touch on the best part, and that has to be the cue. Um Oh one hundred percent. We walk outside, um the the table the beer from the movie I guess where the family is hanging out. I, I, one last thing to interject with, I'm, I'm going to try to hold it back. I'm really I'm really going to try to hold it back because this 
I I've actually unironically really like the Fast and Furious franchise. I like it a lot. It's like Hot Wheels the movie. It's 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 so good. I like how campy and shown in anime it is. It's all about just family and fast cars and occasionally just bonkers bonkers physics i mean heck in the last movie vin diesel web sling his car across the chasm you can't get that folks that's blockbuster entertainment if you want just that bougie stuff go watch your wes anderson film we are web slinging and going to space and cars and lambos it's i actually really like that movie a lot so when i first did this ride i walked past the corona table which this ride should have been sponsored by Corona, but that's neither here nor there. I no, now and- it's sponsored by uh, National Association of um, Cars and uh, Trucks. <sighs> National Association of Cars and Trucks. It's some. It's something like that. Napa. Not AAA. <laughs> well, they need AAA because that thing is a train. That thing is a. That thing is a major car act. That thing is a wreck. That should be yeah. that should be sponsored by AAA. I remember walking past that display and just I was like I even I teared up a little bit like I teared up a bit I teared up a bit walking past the display like oh my god oh god it really is about family like oh my god that that like that's one of my favorite moments in that franchise like it's oh, it's it's so it's so good it's, yeah, it's so it's good sponsored by by Napa. Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts. Well, they need some parts to fix whatever god awful mess that thing is. Good lord, get them boys in the back and start cooking. Um. So then we move into the warehouse. There's a bunch of really cool cars and stuff. Um, I'm not a big car guy. I never have been, but I mean, you can respect cool cars when you see them. Yeah, same. I'm not one of those guys who really cares about the cars. It's just it's it's, it's a nice atmosphere. You got Ludacris check checking in on you every once in a while. You got the top forty most black slash you know Hispanic barbecue music blank like blaring like it's 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 beautiful. It's 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 the black and brown celebration of of just. <laughs> us loving cars and, and just flexing it, it, you'll be surprised i absolutely i, I really do love it I, I like so much of that they get right so much of it they do such a good job and with that cue and they get everything right and the feeling of it and oh, let's keep moving let's keep moving let's, let's okay. keep moving keep moving so arguably when it opened this was weak but now the pre-show has to be one of the best experiences you could have at Universal. It's like... (sighs) The two pre-show rooms here are just... First off, the first one is chock full of references. One, there's like the there's there's a different like pictures of the fast family members. One of them has like on um on Tyrese's characters Roman Pierce. It has uh, no no, it's not him. It's it's on it's on uh, Hobbs's Hobbs's. It has baby oil on it because from the classic line from I want to say Fast Seven. Uh, yeah, I think it's Fast Seven, Fast Eight. It's like. 
Man, somebody hide the baby oil when they saw the rock <laughs> just ripped. <laughs> and the oh god, like it's it's oh, man, I absolutely I, I love that. It's you look over and you see the original car. Like it, it's there's a little playroom for Paul Walker's Brian's who plays Brian in it for his kid. And they have like a bunch of tributes for him scattered throughout the queue. And particularly in this room, including a replica of his car that his kid has from the first movie and the second movie that he's playing with, like a little RC car and like a little play area for the kid over there. I was, I was, I was like tears were streaming down. The most manliest of Fast and Furious tears was streaming down my face in this queue room. Like I was, oh, you have no idea how much like this really hit me in the chest. So for me, my experience um, through the queue, I think this the first time I, I did the queue was, uh, or the pre-show, I was on a trip with a bunch of theater kids. So we ate this entire thing. We were intera- interacting the entire time. I was screaming. I'm like, I'm ready to go to the party. And being like, so everybody else is looking around. They're like, what party? I'm like, guys. We're going to the party. Like, y'all are bringing the mood down right now. Come on, bring the party energy. P-A-R-T-Y. It's like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I know they were just looking at you like, look, dog, (laughs) we're tired. We've been here all day. It's hot. I I, I just want to sit down. I just want to sit down, man. I just want to sit down. No, and uh, and that day the cast member was like, "Does anybody know why we're here?" And everybody was silent. And I go, "Party, party!" And he was like, "This guy gets it." it was that's so... a great thing to ask. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you why that's a great thing to ask because they know only people only ride an attraction once and then takes and never go on it again. Mm-hmm. Then nobody was going to answer that question. Really, only nerd who was going to be there, who was going to who was like, ah, I, I, I've already researched about this. How many times have you been on this ride before? Right, like how many uh, times have you done it? I've done it at least five. I've done it three times in my life. That's how much I. I want to do it more. <laughs> what? And I'll, and I'll I'll get into this later because I want to I want to save this later. Um, so we'll get well. Hey, Pat welcomes us to the break room, the family room. Um, get ready to go to the party. Mia, com- Mia comes on, welcomes us. And then basically nothing happens while they're talking. They're just like, guys, we're getting ready for the party. Dom's after party. And then Tez just like, hold on, send him to the war room. The, the buses are ready. So then uh, Jamie... Who, when this first op- opened, was played super seriously. Like, Pat yes. was just chill, but it was, like, played so seriously. Now, they play it, they don't give a crap. No, they're like, they don't. They just sit there in the chair, and they're like, you want me to do something? All right, I guess not. Are you going to? Okay. And it is the funniest thing. 
No, they they they're having. I went on it recently. I think it was the third time I went on it, and this was I want to say. It was probably a uni- It was just a universal. I may have been. I, I I may have been drinking and made a bad decision. Uh, and I decided to do this ride just with me and my little sister, just, just screwing around. Because I had found out. I, I had found out that they changed the pre-show. I, I think I saw something on. It was on Twitter where I'm like, "Oh my god, they're not doing the pre-show how it's supposed to be done." Seriously, I'm, I gotta see this. And the first mm-hmm. thing when like I, I think it's either on the first one or the second one. Where Hobbs shows up, um, it's the second one. The second one with Doreen the Rock Johnson, and like the guys looking at the at the the clipboard, like it's about drive, it's about power, <laughs> it's about. And I was like, oh my! God. And everybody was like laughing. And to be honest with you, I think that's how. I think that's how. It should be. Because these movies are very campy and they don't take themselves seriously. Like, it's, they don't take themselves seriously at all. Like, these things are very, very campy. And it's, oh my God. I I love it. Hobbs, what are you staring off to? Like, we're over here. What is, where are you (laughs) going? You're you're staring off. You got your glamour shot. What are you, where are you looking? Where are you looking? And also, Tess looks like a PS3 cutscene. Like, what did they yeah. do? <laughs> Why does he? Yeah. That... He looks like a PS3 cutscene. Yeah. I, I don't know so. why. It's a little, it's... it's a little rough. It's a little. Why? It's a... it, I Look, 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 if anything, this is just foreshadowing. Like I said in the last episode, I like it when they foreshadow in attractions in the queue. This is just foreshadowing <laughs> for when you actually get on the ride and it is a PlayStation 3 cutscene. Like, this no. is just the setup. They'll let they let you like, know what's going to happen. Did they not bring him back so they just had to do it, like, through Cameo? Like, they had to pay him through Cameo to do it? I wouldn't be surprised. And, like, there's if... so much <laughs> so much compression on the video. Heck, even inside of... Even inside the... Um, what's it called? Uh, even inside of the Hollywood version... I don't even think, well, I take that back because Ludacris was at the openings and Vin Diesel and I think Michelle Rodriguez, they were there for the openings of both attractions for when it opened up on the tram tour and here. So I'm pretty sure Ludacris is just down as long as you cut him a check. I think he lives in Miami too. So it was it was probably nothing for him to, to come up and drive and do the do these extra little scenes. Maybe he did film it from home. Who knows? So, um, Rock and Tez, they talk, and they're like, yep, we just got to keep these, the buses are ready. Um, Dom tells us that, like, the FBI is on the way. Why? We don't really know yet, because we have to have another pre-show when you're on the ride. Um, so yeah, then you get released, you walk up. And you're basically on the ride. There's some switchbacks, but it's never backed up because basically the pre-shows fit how many people the ride seats. Yeah. So like it's constantly moving. Um, it's. I will say that one seems like it eats up people a lot faster than Kong for some reason. I just think people aren't going. <laughs> I. Th- you know I just what? think they you don't might... have the people. 
Is that you know what? You are one hundred percent right, kid. You 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 ain't never lied. Okay, you probably well. No, I take that back. That thing can get up to forty five minute waits. Anytime I see that thing over thirty, I look at it like it's mm-hmm. a golden brick. Like it's 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 a modern marvel. Yeah, like, I think it's Lord. just got. I think it's got worse capacity in that factor. Because when that thing can get up to forty five, I know forty five worth, minutes worth of people are not waiting in that ride in that queue. When you have the pre- the former president of Universal Creative going to a convention and saying his biggest regret was building this ride, ain't nobody, ain't, uh, so I don't even know how to say it. Not that many people are running to go do this ride, and it ain't forty five worth minutes worth of real people to go do this. So like, it's this capacity just sucks. Because I don't think that many people are running to go do this ride. Oh, not at all. Absolutely not at all. Like, it's... Well, maybe. I think a lot of people will... I think a lot of people do watch it. I think a lot of people really do watch Like, go and and check it out. Because, again, this is all... If this was, say... Say that this is back here. Well, we are, we're not here, but back over in like California where it's mostly a local crowd, I think they know straight up like, yo, the, the, like this is just straight cheeks. We're going to skip this. But here you get so much of an influx of people who are new yeah. and who really love this franchise. And they're just like, yeah, let's give it a try. Like this is, and on top of that, it's not like Universal downplays this attraction. Like they do have marketing for it, does show up on promotional material i don't know why they mar- mm-hmm. like they market it. i would market kid zone faster than i would market this but i think it also has a quality of say a tourist trap like mm-hmm. uh, you're going to market it and you're going to go by like oh this has a major brand name attached to it this has a major major ip attached to it yeah we're going to market it and just because that the ride sucks doesn't have nothing to do with us i mean hey they wrote it anyway. They're gonna get. They're gonna go through, and people do write it. Yeah, like people write it. I'm surprised, but they do. So, when you get on the ride, we basically have a pre-show. Uh, Hobbs explaining that there's a, somebody from the witness protection program on the tram, and that the FBI is tracking. It's just the most convenient convenience ever it makes more sense in the hollywood version but they didn't really feel like rewriting stuff no they 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 want they they they, they want they come on so there's witness protection and we can't use our phones so then we enter um we actually pass by these really sick like cool facades with like cars and if you stuck like a good attraction in there keep the facades like, it's actually, the, that one scene when you're moving from, like, the fake pre-show on the ride to, um, <laughs> I call it party time, because I can't call it what I want to call it on this podcast. Uh, um, it's, it's party time, man. I, I can't say what I want to say on this podcast, so I think it's, it's a, oh my god, this, this is a steaming pile of something I cannot say on this podcast. So like, uh, let's keep going. 
when when we first heard that this attraction was coming over, my dad and I watched uh, uh, a ride through uh, like a POV from California. And the the mirror effect, it's not convincing at all in person, but it's kind of convincing over video. So we were like, there's no way those girls go out and dance every every five minutes. Oh, the musion effect? Where just, the musion oh my effect. god, they just have like a bunch of chicks like, okay, look, we're paying you for the day. Just go out there and <laughs> dance a little bit with this Tyrese lookalike. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be a good time. It's granted. I so here's the thing that really irks me about this ride is that they get so much of what makes Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious, and the whole party. Like I understand having the party scene. I think if anything, the party thing might should have been one of the pre-shows. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we empty out into a party like atmosphere because it's the thing that just like I think it harkens back, especially to the street racing side of things. And several a staple of a Fast and Furious movie is there needs to be just people having a good time with coronas in their hands, scandally clad and dressed, acting the fool while two dudes race over some stupid some stupid stuff like that's mm-hmm. what that, that that's part of the fast and furious experience so I, I think they got that right and pulling like going down that hallway with me before I did this ride I didn't watch anything I had no idea what this ride was going to be all I knew was that they took it from the the tram tour and I didn't think that in my right mind I'm like they're not just going to make it one from one from the tram tour, they're going to have some kind of way. Universe is going to make it to the make it feel like we're moving. They're going to do. They're going to do something. And then I, you know, I go into the queue. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then I see the ride vehicle. I'm like, well, 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 let's see where they're going with this. And then we turn the corner. We get to the alley with all the candy colored cars that look like the from the movie like from the actual movies and I'm getting giddy again and then we pull up into the tunnel and I see the musion I'm like I I uh, okay all right I I'm okay for now let, let's see where this goes and boy did it go boy so, did it go then um so after that FBI comes in and breaks up the party and then the fast and furious crew they pull up the rock tells the fbi agent to leave and we got we gotta go the villain Basically. i don't know his, i don't know his name because he gets destroyed by a concrete pillar but he's somebody he's kind of, which one you're talking about like the fbi guy who's there no, I'm talking about in in the 360 tunnel with the guy the guy who like curses us out and then they pick him up and throw him. Oh, I forget his name, but he's um he's a Shaw. So like you know the movie Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. Yeah. So he's Jason, not Jason Bateman. Oh my God, what's his? Not Jason Bateman. No, not Nick <laughs> Wilde. Who is who, what? Jason something in Hobbs and Shaw. That's going to there's somebody who is yelling at. at, at oh my God. 
Hobbs and and, and Chow. What, what's the guy's name? Oh, let me look. I'm looking it up now. Jason Statham. I got Jason Statham and Jason Bateman mixed up. Oh God. Uh, oh my God. Paul Walker, forgive me. Anyway, like these, like he's ba- he's one of the villains, and I think up until the point when Fast and Furious over and Hollywood dropped. Seven had recently come out. Seven or eight had recently come out. And he was the big bad in that one. So, of course, they brought him back. Even though in the movie, I think he dies. He either dies? I think he either dies or he just goes to jail. I have no idea. Nope, nope. He does go to... He just goes to jail because he shows up again in Fast 8. So, yeah, it was Fast 7. It was oh, this, fast there's ever. no way he survives this attraction. I mean, <laughs> I don't think this is canon. I don't think this is. I don't think this is canon. Uh, period. I don't think they acknowledge this. Um, this is like the. So then, this is this is to Fast and Furious as the Star as the Star Wars holiday special is to Star Wars. It never happened. Period. Um. So then, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of decent, Fast and Furious, you know, you have that cool facade, you got party time, you move in, and what occurs? I don't even know how to describe it. Okay, I'm going to try to explain this the best way I can. Um, so you start in the parking garage, and somehow you're in San Francisco, Vin Diesel comes out on the chopper where he looks way too small to be on that chopper. The whole entire thing looks way too small. Like, uh-huh. imagine you're playing, like, if you're seeing a GTA opening. Like, this is what this oh, whole entire thing uh, yeah. feels like to me. 100%. In the worst of ways, because I think that would be cool. I think that would be so, a GTA attraction would go dumb, stupid. Let me put that in my mm-hmm. back, back pocket for my podcast where I can armchair that. But <laughs> anyway, um, no, it, it, it's like, it, it, it's just, it, but it's neither fast nor furious. And unlike no. Kong, where you definitely feels, you feel more engaged into it, it just feels like they're bashing you in the, and like they're just bashing you and rattling oh. you around. Yeah, the movement on this is way more violent it's, than Kong. It, it's and Kong's got legit dinosaurs. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it's 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 just some British dude chasing you down with his cronies. Come on, it it's 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 like oh my, it's and you know what? It, it's Gaston. It's Gaston chasing you with his cronies. Word is bond. That's literally Gaston from the the live action Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god. It, it's, it, it, this is something it, it breaks my heart. It, it really does. This this ride, I go on and every time. I just do the whole Godfather. You break up my heart. Like it's mm-hmm. y'all ain't have to do this. Like y'all could have made a test track level attraction inside of the same building. Matter of fact, while you while you finish up whatever the ending is, and then it's just like oh it ends. It's like, okay, we just blew up a dude. Let's go. Let's go party. Which is a it's a staple of Fast and Furious. When as soon as they get done. Doing the most abhor, like the most appalling spy level stuff. Let's go flip some burgers and have some Corona. Let's let's go chill out because it's it's we don't take ourselves seriously here. We're, we're, oh my god! It, it's wrap it up, wrap it up. Wrap so it up. I think talking about um, 
the test track version is a perfect segue into... I know you don't think Kong needs saving. Um, oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not to, not, to, not to distract too far, but I was just looking at the... I just wanted to see like what the plot of land is on the Fast and Furious supercharged building through Google Maps. And it's super... Fast and Furious Supercharged has a 1.9 Google rating. People, yeah, oh, I saw that. I want to, I want to read, I want to read, I want to read one. Oh, there's, there's two. There's one that's great, and then there's one that's bad. Very yeah, lame no. ride. You get in a bus and go sit with screens on your left and right with some action plays. It's a very poor virtual ride at best. It's about as cheap as a ride that you can put and call an attraction. The, the cars and garage before and after the ride look better than the ride itself. And then there's another one where it says, but they are very nice when they give a four-star rating, even though they say we are fans of the original movies and we are sadly disappointed by the ride. If it was underwhelming and the storyline could be better, but the garage was cool. And I think the garage is carrying most of those stars, which it's, oh my God. It's got some five stars. Some of them have five stars, and I know who gave those those five stars, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. It's a few. Uni- uh, it's one Universal Shield in particular, who um probably did. I uh, I no 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 absolutely not. I I think I know the video that you're talking about. I won't say a video. There's one person. Um. No, there's somebody else. You know him very well. He's been in the community for a long time. And, you know, I, I, I just got to say, if he could, he would write that thing. All, like, he would go on that thing every weekend, every Saturday he would be there. And if he could, he could give it six stars out of five. That's all I'm going to say. I think I That's think all. I know who you're talking about. Oh, I, I, I think you do. I, I, I think you do. I, I think you Well, do. I think uh, his video kind of inspired this this podcast really I, I kind of agree with him oh here we go okay all right you want to let's roll into the breakdown let's roll into the breakdown come on we'll get we'll get into how we save how we save i mean how we save it it's obvious make test track like that's obvious that's it that's, that's it. so that's easy so, like it's, it's so easy um, test track with more screens that's it and for me, just put Kong Kong in the scoop vehicle. That's it. You just put it in the scoop. Oh, vehicle. that would be dope too. I think that would be fine. Just put it in the but, scoop. Just put it in a bigger scoop. Um, all right. I think Kong Skull Island, Reina Kong, is objectively the better attraction. I'm not gonna yeah. deny that. But Fast and Furious Supercharged, for me, is so bad, it's good. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I cannot get off this attraction without the hugest, like, the biggest grin. And it's just, like, knowing how bad it is and just enjoy. Like, it's going to throw you around. You just got to go in and expect the worst. And you are going to have such a great time. I will say I liked the fact that 
I, I like the fact a lot that <clears throat> for me, I Fast and Furious, as somebody who's done it, I, I recently did post about this. I think Fast and Furious is better than a certain attraction that takes place in a warehouse. And it's because it's less painful. That's Web Slingers over at DC. I thought Web Slingers mm-hmm. was a complete waste of the Spider-Man IP. And I just think Fast and Furious does the whole warehouse high-tech thing a little more. It's a lot more engaging than just us basically playing the most bicep-ripping mini game since something that came out of the Connect. Like it's 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 a rough, it's really really rough, but I I think Fast and Furious for its faults, King Kong obviously clears it, folks. If you're wondering which one we're going to say for you guys to go do, um, my end King Kong. If you if you really just want to do King Kong and not so much that you really want to do King Kong, but if you're not here for just to ride the just like to just ride a good ride but if you do want something that's quirky and different and something that you can you and your friends can basically mystery science 3000 together oh my god and baby jesus go do go go do fast and furious because their team members will help you <laughs> those pre-show team members really like to lampoon it and i, I think it's even though it sucks that it doesn't live up to the franchise, it lives up to the franchise in another way. Yeah. In a way of its campiness. I just, I want to go on it more. Like, I know I'm going to get sick of it and whatever, but it's just, you, you feel like sometimes you make mistakes. Like whenever you go through life, you make mistakes. But to see a multi-billion dollar corporation make one of the biggest mistakes and just it still being open and it just being the worst. I forget who said it. I forget who said it, but there was the one guy um, who was high up in Universal who basically said in IAPA, like, yeah, I kind of yeah, regress. That was the I regret former... Supercharge. Yeah, no, he said they. that was the former head of creative. Yeah, um, he was like... Uh, one regret I have is Fast and Furious Supercharged, which I want to be, I, I got to be real with you. One, that takes a lot of guts to admit that mm-hmm. y'all wasted a lot of, like, you wasted millions yeah, on the subpar attraction, not just in general, but at a major company, like a major, major, like, like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Corporation? No, not corporation, but industry level event mm-hmm. where all of your competitors are there and you're one of the top dogs like universal is one of second to disney and you just say look we met like this is the biggest blunt this is one of the biggest blunders of my career recently and we messed up and we probably should have done better yeah the the biggest sin for me of fast and furious is the park that it's in universal Why? orlando Studios Orlando needs more. Yeah. And Fast and Furious takes up so much space that they could totally put a brand new e-ticket. Because to me, the only true e-ticket in that park is Mummy. 
Really? I guess, I guess Gringotts is close. But when you compare it to the other two Potter e-tickets, it doesn't come close. I, I'm i going to call cap on it. I'm going to call cap on it. I, I think, so you, I mean, if we're talking Rise, I want to say that I think E.T. Adventure still holds up as an e-ticket in my eyes, just given how much work. Mm-hmm. So much of E.T. definitely does have e-ticket. Yeah. It has e-ticket dressing and it does follow through. I think it has a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed, but that is an yeah. e-ticket dark ride. To I, me, I, it's an e-ticket that through maintenance issues comes just short. I was going to say, I think another big attraction is an e-ticket, but we don't really, we always like to put e-ticket rides, but we don't really do attractions in general. Um, Born Stuntacular, that's an e-ticket attraction. That oh. is an e-ticket attraction. Oh, 100%. And I I teeter back and forth on MIB. I love, even though I love The Simpsons, I'll straight up say that's a D-ticket attraction. That's a D-ticket, and I'll, oh, 100%. I'll, I'll even say even Back to the Future was a D-ticket just by the nature of what they were and how their, their those attractions were in terms of, um, those attractions in terms of immersion mm-hmm. aren't really heavy, heavy, heavy E-tickets. Yeah, but I would just like I wouldn't call Star Tours an e-ticket. It's a solid e-ticket attraction. Mm-hmm. But Men in Black, I gotta ooh, that's tough. Men in Black with all those with all those animatronics, with how yeah. intricate it is and how like immersive it really puts you in. I want to say MIB is an e-ticket attraction, but it's an e-ticket attraction from an old school era. Same thing with ET. So yes, these yeah. are e-ticket attractions, but they have a different definition of ET. It needs it. To me, it needs, and even Mummy still like it. Need, like still lacks. I think that park needs a new e-ticket, and I don't know if they're gonna build out behind Simpsons because I know they're not putting an e-ticket in Kid Zone, but that park desperately because Islands is like literally the best theme park, like it's almost perfect. Yeah, no, each lane has a heavy e-ticket. Some of them have two. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, both, I mean, the first two lands on your left to have two e-tickets back-to-back, one with Hulk, one with Spider-Man, and both of the water attractions over in Toon Lagoon are e-ticket level. I'll go so far to say the same thing. I think Kong is a solid e-ticket. I will say that it's a solid e-ticket. It may not be, but I think it's a low tier e ticket. I think it I, slides in just enough. I think it's like with its immersion, I, I with say, how much it. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it credit. It can. It could slide as an e ticket. I mean, Jurassic Park has two e tickets, even though it has. But Jurassic Park has, at least River Adventure has the same issue that E T has in the sense that it's mm-hmm. a maintenance issue. That. Yeah. Opening day, that thing's an e-ticket attraction. Right now, that yeah. thing is an that thing is an A. That thing is struggling. Yeah. One of one of one of the raptors literally comes at you sideways. Like its jaw is broken sideways. Good God! Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It's we just so the parks. The parks are so uneven. Like I think the only reason that Islands doesn't way outweigh in attendance is because Potter's in both places. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They need one more. I think they need one more Potter level land over in that. Over in USF. And that's why Super Nintendo. And I think that 
threw off when they moved Nintendo out, that threw off all of their plans. Because sure, you could throw in Fast and Furious there, but you're getting Super Nintendo World there. So now it's just at this lack of a new e-ticket. And I don't, I don't see us getting it soon. I see. No, I don't think we will. Twenty six, twenty seven, earliest. I don't think we're going to get it for a while. I really don't think we're going to get it. And that's it for... it's a shame because there's this could be a whole. I was thinking of just doing a whole other podcast about my concerns with Epic Universe. Um, I think I think it's a little underbuilt right now. Um, I I okay. So I will I will say that at least. Two of, I think they're great starter opening lands. Obviously, they probably have, uh, they probably have a land or two just sitting for phase two, probably going in the, probably before the end of the, either the ending of this decade or the beginning of next decade, we will probably get a new, one or two new lands in Epic Universe. Yeah. Just given the fact that, at that point, you Universal will be celebrating their. We just had the thirtieth anniversary, right, for the entire resort back in two thousand, yeah. and so that would be its fortieth anniversary. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, after, because Universal Studio, Universal Studios Hollywood is going gangbusters. Between that and yeah, Epic Universe, they're just going crazy. Not to mention the other stuff that they have going on around the country and around the world even. They still have to add a second phase for Beijing. They have to build the one in Texas. And I'm sure by the end of this decade, they're going to have another Texas. They're going to have another land to that or new ride added to that little Texas park down there to just keep people coming in. Hell, they could even, but, they could even open up a different one in a different location by the end of the decade. One hundred percent. Universal does move fast, so I I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. And when Universal wants to do something, they execute it a lot faster than say Disney does. Like they just do yeah. it if they have a great idea. I'm just, I'm just worried. I'm worried because you did you saw the pictures of annual pass holders previews at Super Nintendo World in Hollywood. Like they need somewhere for everybody else to go in Epic Universe when they're not in Super Nintendo World. Oh, they, they do. I think Epic Universe. So the two land, I know Potter is always going to get love, even after mm-hmm. all these craziness. I think Potter is always going to get some love, and it's always going to be a draw because that's sort of that's Universal's that's Universal's bread and butter, like that Universal, like that Universal's that's Universal's bread and butter. Like that's the thing that kind of re put them on the map. At the same time. I don't think that that particular this is they're contractually obligated to keep making Harry Potter attractions or putting a new Potter attraction in one of their parks every mm-hmm. year. They are just about they have squoes just about everything that they can at that particular yeah. era of Harry Potter. I, I think after the Ministry of Magic, I don't know what they do next. I think we just get copies and we're, they're going to move on to the next major. I think Nintendo's the next major cash cow. Like, that's who they're yeah. going to mine next. 
Who knows? But I do agree with you. Universal Studios Florida needs something, whether it's Pokemon, whether it's some sort of Nintendo presence there. I I have no idea. I absolutely yeah. have no idea what but, they what they put over there. But Fast and Furious is sitting on so much so much land. So it's it's a, it's a big it's a big building. They could easily I I would rather them gut that and you know what? Screw it. Give us a skinny Spider-Man building. Give us like give, give us a a scoop vehicle that's skinny that's built like a car. Mm-hmm. Kind of, and do that like and make it. It's a. It's like it's a tall building. It thing's two or three stories high. Build some. Build some floors and because well, I don't think us, they're going to be able. Give us the drifting coaster, like an indoor version of the drifting coaster from e- yes, Hollywood. Yes, I'll take that. It's just y'all aren't doing anything. You have people who really love this franchise who are expecting this franchise to have this high octane thing, and then we get this so you already you word is going to spread far and wide that this ride even though people are riding it i think after a while people are just going to know like yeah let's uh let's not rock with that attraction mm-hmm. let's not but i don't think it's going to happen until they have another major ride that can yeah. equal its capacity somewhere else so they can close that thing down so they can build on it who knows i think, I think whenever they build in the Fear Factor plot or out behind Simpsons, or if the, when Epic Universe opens, they can op- they can do some kind of magic and because they might be able to expand this building. I don't know how it. No, actually, that's on the other side because I was thinking expanding through um, by where the first aid thing is because they're mo- or the cast member area is because all that's getting jumped over. Maybe you could expand. I don't know. But something needs to be done because Universal Studios Florida needs some love. If I think the smart thing for me, and I would, I think a lot of people would hate to see it go just from a historical standpoint, uh, just bulldoze everything on the Simpsons and start from birth. Like, I think you should bulldoze the Simpsons ride building in general. Mm-hmm. And there's already some, if you look up on Twitter... My boy Tommy Hawkins, he has shown that there are several expansion plots back there that they can use to have a relatively good chunk of land. If you also eat up the rest of animal actors as well, because animal actors should have died a long time ago. But hey, yeah. that's what well, no, I take that back. Cause how many stage shows do they have in that park now? Three that you can sit down? You can no, sit down, what? that yeah. would be the third. Never two without a third. Okay, yeah. Until they could find another a replacement for animal actors. I don't say level it, but maybe another stage show. Cause fear factor is also fear factor would also go or stay yeah. who knows. But I think you could completely have Simpsons is behind Simpsons and Simpsons itself. sits on a pretty big chunk of real estate, even with the Halloween Horror Nights houses back there yeah. between it and MIB, you can still pull off something great there. I really uh, my- think you could. My reasoning has always been Fear Factor is going to sit there as multi-purpose space until they're yes. ready to do with MIB. Yes, so, 100 And that's not going to be for a while. No, thank, MIB Thank God is... that didn't get slapped out of existence. No, but hey, I'm just saying, fellas, uh, if y'all want to <laughs> do that Metro ride, y'all could y'all could do the Metro ride. I'm just saying, Metro is coming back. Oh, did you get, did you get my Will Smith joke? 
Oh no! Oh no! No, I did. I did. Wait a minute. Oh no! Not during Black History Month. No. Oh no! See, see, y'all already messing up. First, first, first is Andorians. Now us. Oh my God! This is <laughs> messy. Messy, young uh, man. Very messy. All right. Very, very, very messy. That's gonna call it for this episode. Um, where can people find you, Jalen? Uh y'all can find me. On Twitter at TC Jalen, that's T C J A A L I N. On Twitter again, and Tom Morrow's Child, all one word. On Instagram, you can also find me on the E Ticket Report and at Fat BMD, a podcast for all things mostly Disney. Yeah, no, that's everything. All right. So, recommendation do Fast and Furious Supercharged and just laugh at it. Uh, come, come on, come on, Vin Diesel! Don't, don't laugh, don't laugh. And Vin Diesel takes that franchise very seriously. He takes it very seriously. He wants it to be an Oscar level franchise. Don't, don't do that. Oh God, it, it probably never will. It, it, it never. Maybe for special effects. Maybe that, that's the only way that those people are ever going to get that uh, an Oscar. Not for writing. Definitely not movie of the year, unless they kill off Vin Diesel. If you kill off Vin Diesel, character, oh kill off the, Dominic Toretto. By the time by the time this comes out, the new trailer will probably be out. But they released that poster. It's it's. I don't know how, how good it's looking. Just like it's got my feelings about Ant Man. I'm not safe right now. I mean, who knows? Well, yeah, I I, I don't know. Who knows? I th- I know somebody's going to die in Fast and Furious. But here's the thing about Fast and Furious. Nobody. I don't know if you have you seen any of the movies. No, I seen the first one. Wow. Good lord. Okay, you are far behind. Um. Uh, Mm-hmm. Spoiler: Somebody dies and then comes back, and we like see they have a whole funeral and everything, and they even talking about bringing back another character who died. It's it's uh look, y'all, it's getting a little ridiculous, even for me, even for me. I can only suspend my oh my god, the last one was a mess. It's it's the it's the end of the road begins, and it's going to be a two parter. <sighs> The Avengers, it's going to be a two-parter. The Avengers caused this because everything is going to be a two-parter now. The Avengers made this mistake. And now and now we're going to reap, now we're going to have so many two-parters for major blockbuster franchises. And I blame you, Russo brothers. I really do. Maybe just make one big movie or make it a Disney Plus series. We have time now. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back um, next week. Eventually. Eventually we'll be back. And remember, um, it's about family. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to your family for us. Oh, my God. Bye, Watch y'all. these movies. Watch these movies. I will. <laughs> Bye. Ah. Uh.